are a vicious bastard. Retaliate. <laughs> I'm glad you did. <laughs> I'm glad you did. <laughs> Hi, this is Michael Uslan. You're listening to Batman on Film. are listening to episode seven of the batman on film chapter by chapter batman 89 podcast my name is justin kowalski and i am here in gotham city today my sidekick my my guy in the little pixie boots is none other <laughs> than the curator of batman's own library in wayne manor right down the hall across from the armory it is mr ryan lauer from the batman book club ryan how you doing Hello, Justin. Uh, I'm doing great. Thank you for asking. And actually, I would love to be in the 89 manor. And if my if my library could be in that that manor, oh, chef's kiss. You the would be in rooms library. that you've never been in before. You'd be like, oh, exactly. I don't know if I've been <laughs> in this library salt before. In every room too. <laughs> you got past the salt all over that place. <laughs> every room I'd go in, I'm passing the salt. Dream come true. Alfred, uh, would you please stop passing the salt? <laughs> Can't help Couldn't it find Alfred. my socks without him. Couldn't find my socks without him. <laughs> uh, anyway, so uh, we we are continuing our journey through. Uh, I like to say, probably the greatest Batman film ever ever created by human hands. Um, you know, as my opinion is today, um, and I just I, I really I, <laughs> can I, I tell you something? You. Every <laughs> yes. time I I, I rewatch a scene like for the show, I end up just watching the movie and like or falling asleep. Or like I'm just kind of I'm because I'm trying to download it all in my brain and see if I can pick up anything different and um, I keep just rewatching it and just laughing and but I keep getting closer and closer to the end obviously so now I only started it up for like forty something minutes in and um, I just watched it and I ended up getting to all the way to uh, you know Vicky and Bruce uh, meeting in the Batcave last night I was like okay I, I got to go to bed <laughs> oh my goodness well I think yeah. it's it's one of the most rewatchable Batman movies for sure. Yeah, I think really. I've I've said like on podcasts probably with you and the other Bat Boys and stuff too that this movie definitely is the movie I've seen the most in my life. Yeah. Um, I watch this one the most out of any of them throughout the year. Like I rewatch all the Batman movies every year. This movie, yeah, the chapter by chapter stuff's hard because <laughs> I mean I just watched this snippet today, but then it was like, oh man, I just out of context. I don't know what's happened to get us to this point. Where is it going? I better, <laughs> I better, <laughs> I better start all, all over again. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'm yeah. so lost, but I love Batman 89. I think it's for for me it's the most collectible uh of the of the films. Like just from where I was when I when I watched it and just that whole era, like Batman 89 and we probably talk about it every time we do the show, but I think it's worth mentioning. It's Batmania worth was rampant. Like there's never been anything like the summer of 89. I feel like ever again with pop culture, like it just was no, no matter where you went, man, there was bat symbols shaved in heads, Batman towels, ice creams, stores just completely decked out. 
even things that had nothing to do with Batman had Batman in it. Like, you know, I was two and a half, so it's a, a bit fuzzy to me yeah. at that time. Right. I'm very, I'm happy with the time period I grew up in. But I, <laughs> one thing, I wish I could have experienced that as it happened. But I did get the bat symbol in the back of my head when Returns came around. I remember right. that. Yeah, That's going cool. to uh, our barber, and she was like, "I've got the Batman symbol," and I actually saw her uh, a few years ago, and uh, with my parents, and she even said, "Then she's like, do you remember?" And I said, "Stop right there." Yeah, I remember getting that bat symbol shaved in my head. I absolutely do because I was constantly grabbing my mom's mirror and going to the bathroom. Be like, oh, I got the bat symbol. You like mirror? Yeah, you broke it. There goes another mirror in the Lauer home. All right. Yeah. Uh, So let's jump in. Uh, We last last we uh, were in the Gotham City. Um, We were hanging out with Jack Napier as he became the Joker. He took out took out um crime boss grissom Mm -hmm. and then um you know he did a little dancing shooting and then last thing we have is joker with the martini sitting on the couch and drinking it in such an entertaining way oh yeah (laughs) not mess up that makeup (laughs) not mess up that makeup yeah it was it it it, that's definitely what it had to have been (laughs) but at the same time it looked just very it looked like he was just being silly he drinks it and then yeah falls over and that's where we're at so we, we we pick up here opening uh there is a gathering of all the crime families of gotham city they're meeting wondering what the heck's going on where's grissom ryan take it away man oh this is a this is a great opening meeting yeah okay and we we can talk on different levels because i mean this chapter is discussing a scene that i mean just one scene Mm. um not even four minutes long so we can come at it with different angles and first off like I just love how it's shot by Burton. Mm. You know, I love the setting at this point, you know, we're 40 minutes into the, into Burton's Gotham and stuff. And like the mood is awesome. Even in like inside of sets and buildings and stuff like that. And you're here in this, you know, in this high rise for Grissom's lair and you got all the mob bosses and that whole opening of, of this dude. I think his name's Tony Rotelli. Where's Pete when we need him? The, the, (laughs) the correct Italian, yeah. pronunciation but i mean just the the down the table is jack's talking you know and you're start like you start on one guy and then as you come back to catch up to where jack is you just see the, all these dudes on each side and everything and you know and he's like i'm the acting president and i say starting with the same anniversary fest festival we run the city into the ground and people are just all staring and someone's like why don't we hear this from grissom he's the most italian of them all I yeah. don't this from Grissom, you know. <laughs> I wish his I wish his accent was a little more like you know leaned into it more. Yeah. Oh, he's he's like, he's like a, trying to be a little yeah. gravelly, but he needs to add a little bop at the boop. You know. Um, but then we see like this, and what's it? What's the guy say? He's like, what's with that stupid grin or whatever? Yeah. And this is this is great jack in which you know we'll get to but this this new look to him of trying to sell us that he's wait but as a kid i can guarantee it that i was completely blown away like what happened to the joker yeah like guys that's the joker in disguise (laughs) he looks normal again it's such a cool okay i mean obviously like we don't see that until you know he they have him kind of head down and he lifts his face Mm -hmm. and he has that he does have that stupid grin and it's it's such a cool it's it's such a cool like reveal and look and it's just like this is how crazy the joker is he feels like this is gonna pass (laughs) 
Yeah, and, Ethan, and I'll just put some flesh makeup on. I mean, it's great in shadows, and I'm showing Justin yeah. too because I got I'm, sh- I'm looking up. at it too. That's <laughs> almost like forget the purple like suit, but as far as like the hat and stuff like that, that's yeah. that's almost like Killing Joke framed oh, when yeah. Barbara opens the door. Oh, you yeah. know, and we know because I mean, when they did reprints of it, they used Burton's quote right on front and center that this was like the fir- Killing Joke was the first comic or graphic novel that he ever loved. Yeah. Um. So it did play some kind of emphasis. I yeah. I don't know because Burton's you, individual guy is just that's just what that makes me think of. Is like, yeah. Did you know it's one of the only Batman comics he was able to read because he deals with uh dys- dyslexia, and he was able to follow it. That's one of the reasons he really liked it. Ah, uh, I didn't. Yeah, know he that. didn't really grow up on a lot of comic stuff. But he loved the Killing Joke because he was able to follow it. So wow, look at that! Yeah, See, it wasn't like he Al- was reading Alan as a Moore. boy. But Alan Moore, jump aboard, man! People like the Killing Joke. It's okay yeah. to like it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but I think a lot of that goes to how Brian Bolin, you know, told the story mm-hmm. too. Like you can follow that story. Yeah. Anywho, what? Anyways, that's that's one of the reasons. I took us down oh, that road. My bad. Little a little tidbit there. No, this is chapter by chapter. Life's been good comes to up. me. So yeah. (laughs) Again, we're just peppered with some really great Joker dialogue, and it none of it feels like ham-fisted at all. Just feels very like like appropriately wacky for this guy. He just says these things. Life's been good to me. He always he does this thing when he gets up out of his chair too, and I think maybe it's like catching what's about to happen to this Tony guy. But like he gets up out of the chair, he almost does this weird like. like a jerk with his arm as he goes marching toward him and he you know and he continues to talk but we know also so i said that that shot specifically made me think brian ballin but uh i think a large and we know a lot of this extra stuff actually i even texted you about it after your last chapter by chapter with pete Mm -hmm. of uh marshall rogers joker being a heavy influence here bring lay down some of that knowledge lay down strange apparitions heavily influenced um batman 89 and Engelhart has said and i think i think you can totally see this because a lot of us do wonder why wasn't like why wasn't grissom thorn rupert thorn like that's perfect for it or something um Engelhart alleges that or he did say that he did come in and work on the live like a script treatment or some you know a story for batman 89 and he yeah. did have based on his strange apparitions not like a from page to screen exactly but i mean you'd have rupert thorne and you'd have silver saint cloud and he he said because it was you know probably because of money they switched to grissom yeah. and then they switched silver saint cloud to vicky you remove vicky working for the paper uh, kyle miller for all you know, you know, it doesn't yeah. really matter because he's he's created for this movie. So it could be yeah. any name. But for yeah. for us, comic so like, definitely could have been a thorn. He created Silver St. Cloud. Yes, and he, did. he created uh, thorn. So so he'd be getting he'd have been but, getting some money. But but they use thorn in the animated series. I wonder if that's different. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. I, I it'd be it'd be great to talk to that guy one day, but he probably yeah. won't. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I, I read it in a book, but but that's just kind of like as far as what he says, and I think it does kind of track that those two characters specifically, yeah. and then of course the the he and Marshall Rogers with Joker. I think you totally see Jack yeah. Nicholson in that, like just the vibe of him and the the jokes and like the the violence that he does, like fits as is the little you know the silliness like it's a good balance of the two when you don't have like 
gritty, scary, you know, like Heath Ledger Joker type violence with it. Yeah. That's like pretty vicious. You get that seventies era Joker. Yeah. Uh, and well, it's that's always, just what I see with Nicholson. Yeah. It's, it's, it's always tied to a playfulness that, yeah. Well, like, like what we're going to see here, like, um, <laughs> We'll just we'll just shake hands and that'll shake. be all. Like, that's all, you know. And he and, and this guy is such an idiot. He's like, and he that's is. all. Like you can't. At the moment, Jack, you know, Joker's in there. They know him as as Jack Napier. Everyone knows Napier's a little off, anyways, right? And so, like, you're just gonna like walk over and shake hands with this cat, all right? And so, but but I guess also this guy is an idiot, but. Remember, we're getting more at this point than all of them are. None of them know anything happened to to Napier, Life's especially when he covers himself up with the makeup too. It's like nothing happened to him. He he shows up to that meeting full on Joker white, yeah. and everything. They're gonna be a little bit like maybe that guy doesn't shake his hand because he's yeah. like, holy shit, what the hell's going on? What was going on here? But uh, <laughs> by covering that up, like this is their exposure now to Joker because as of now, uh, the Doctor and Grissom are the and Alicia, I guess, yeah. are the only three that know what's really happened to Jack Napier. Yeah. But the handshake, oh gosh. it changed things. This Forever. handshake is wild. Like, I, I obviously, this is made in 89. So we start getting this. I don't even know what it would look like if someone was electrocuted. Would they Would they start smoking like that? But I love the... I love the red and the, the, the little <laughs> yeah. animated like lightning bolts. The skin's on fire. Yeah. <laughs> but Jack is this is this is the stuff i love this is why nicholson's my favorite like cinematic joker still i don't I don't think anyone in my opinion like again and these are my proclivities i lean a little more comic has touched his performance he is mm-hmm. he's having fun but man he's a joker and he's wild mm-hmm. and he's dancing and you know there'll be a, a hot one in the old town tonight like what the heck dude like which That's is funny quite the... go ahead Oh, Selena Kyle quotes that too. In exactly. Return. Yes. Like, ah. I don't know if and that was it, intentional, but I mean, it had to be right. Yeah. There's, I mean, you're a detective now. You don't believe in things as yeah. coincidence. Justin. Oh, that's right. Uh, there'll be a hot time in the old town tonight. I wanted to do before we even talked about this of like the, the origin of that thing. Oh um, yeah. I looked it up. It's, Oh, it's like, it's just some old song. Yeah. Just yeah. some old song. And it's funny, too, because on Wikipedia, you look it up and it even says in popular culture, films and musicals. And I'm looking. Oh, okay, there we go. I overlooked it. I thought, okay, I thought that all they did was reference that it was said in Returns, but it says it in the Joker sings the title line from this song in a scene where he uses his his joy buzzer joy buzzer (laughs) to electrocute the character Antoine Rotelli in the film Batman. His joy buzzer. NECA, get on that. Sell yeah. some joy buzzers. Oh man, they should. I love like I still have my my prop gun. Oh no, I just need to get batteries so it will retract. <laughs> nice. That thing. So I kept cool. mine in the package. You did? I still have yeah. the box. Yeah. So I can put it back in. I just. But it looks looks good on display. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's a whole other thing. Um, um you can get huh? you can get a really nice one from DC Direct if you want, but mm. I'd like, the NECA one works for me. So, um, okay, okay, so. Antoine got a little hot under the collar. <laughs> and then <laughs> I love I, I, before I get to this next scene, what the heck is painted on the walls? <laughs> like as a kid, I just remember being my I remember watching it and my mom being very uncomfortable. Because oh. you're like, is it are, are those is that lady nipples? What's what's going on <laughs> in the background? Like on the well, painting. I'm looking here now. Have you ever noticed? It was just it's just no. like it's a very gigantic mural. Looks like showgirls. Oh, 
you know, it, it's just, just there's just some like, you know, obviously we're watching this movie, you know, but you know whatever is going on. But you know, you, you catch the background things like, oh, it happens again later yeah, on. The Joker's in Vicky's apartment. <laughs> You're just like, what is painted on the walls? Okay, well, in in Vicky's apartment, I think there's a statue even. Yeah, but like this yeah, thing right here is just like, oh, what, what the heck? It's like I haven't looked or something. now. You've I never noticed on the this? big screen later. No, I'm I'm totally oh engrossed in poor Antoine here. Yeah, you know, poor getting Antoine. hot under the collar. Anyway, uh, in, in which I do remember as a kid though too, when when he his skeleton, his smoking skeleton that's green and or you know blend of green and black plops mm-hmm. down on the chair and it's like oh, yeah. and then I always thought as a kid, you know, most of my memories with this are as a kid because you know you watched it like two hundred times and I was a as a kid but when he when he pulls his hand back in the joy buzzer and he blows on it and opens up the door and just sends men in and i'm like yeah how did he do that <laughs> yeah what an amazing button <laughs> okay when blows. everyone runs in that's cool they're just like ah! <laughs> like huge power play like they're waiting you know i don't know how joker orchestrated that as well like he just... awesome lineup diagonally perfectly set with each other and then Justin, it might be the only time in this movie that my man Lawrence is not holding a boombox. Oh, that's true. He's behind Jack with a gun. Yeah, Lawrence. Here's the let's talk about missed opportunities. Okay. <laughs> with with uh, this film, <laughs> drop a drop a beat for that. But <laughs> drop a beat. <laughs> missed opportunities. Like, uh, and, and maybe and maybe they just wouldn't sell. I don't know. But I'm just thinking, man, how cool would it have been, like, when Kenner took over from toy biz when they got the license back to do these batman figures mm-hmm. like all we got was a joker we got two versions of joker we got a face changing joker and one called knockout joker dude give us some goons like yeah. how cool would a lawrence figure have been and you could have squeezed his arms and he dropped a radio on your head or something you know give us lawrence bob and then uh the guy at the end who i was gonna say the, the only joker only named three of his goons so i mean it's not like he listed you know like uh yeah mark john joey uh donnie I'm, i don't know all the names for new kids on the block oh, i was gonna um, go but, yeah. well, like donnie <laughs> donnie joey dd marky that's how there I you go <laughs> but you know to where it's like oh we, we can't do them all it's like no you got three and i mean he's specific three, yeah. lawrence is this like he's the reason that big scene in the middle of the movie happens because he blasts that boom box yeah um bob is shown throughout and the guy at the end he mentions so yeah i totally i'm yeah, totally with you and like i won't call him lenny Todd McFarlane, get on it now! Like, oh you gosh, know, you got a line. Drop some, drop some Lawrence love. I mean, they did it Yo. for Lego. Lego did it. Well, that's what, that's what I'm bringing up. Like, your Lego nailed it. They gave us Lawrence. I love it. I love it. Like, and we've that's the only goons we've got. We've gotten a Lego Lawrence and a Bob the Goon figure who kicks very awkwardly from Toy yeah. <laughs> Like, what? A, he what a he great... doesn't stop kicking. <laughs> These, it would have been cool, man. I, I don't know. Maybe maybe the Batman figures don't sell. Like, you know, Star Wars puts out a figure of you know a random like alien in a bar and you know everyone mm-hmm. buys it like i can't get a lawrence i want a lawrence bad i, I want to be lawrence for halloween maybe i'll be lawrence for halloween we'll have you ever looked him up on uh so he doesn't get the proper he doesn't get the respect george lane cooper is the actor <laughs> that played okay. uh lawrence if you look what? him up on imdb what an amazing shot they use for him uh, they don't use it from batman 89 okay what's he do um, what other things? Give it some Lawrence oh, okay. knowledge. Some Lawrence knowledge. You heard it here, people. Um, yeah. 
we can extrapolate because there's not much left in the scene, so we can talk a little yeah, bit. Yeah, he doesn't have a long history of uh, acting. You know, he's like guard number four, boxer number two. Lawrence. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the Lawrence universe. That would have been awesome. Oh, man. Um, bald man, uncredited in Death Wish 3. Like, I'm trying to find in the Born Identity, but like the 80s miniseries. Oh. Uh, like Lord, Gigantic yeah. Man. Yeah, so like sadly, and even after Batman, he didn't do that much, and then he passed away in 2000. Oh, um, sure. yeah, but like, All right. the, his image on IMDb is pretty great. I don't even want to ruin it for you. I did like just look him up, George Lane Cooper. When you guys get a moment, it's I pretty awesome. It. But he, look, but he looks he, like he gets... a GI Joe, he looks like uh, he looks like a dreadnought, <laughs> like this dreadnought guy to have named Naha, yes! named Lawrence. <laughs> Lawrence, oh man, that's. He, but I mean, on IMDb, he's even credited as goon. Goon. What? He's Lawrence. Lawrence. All right, we gotta fix this. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna <laughs> hit right IMDb. Anyways. All right. So, anyways, our goons um, run in, man. They're and they're yeah. looking great in their like purple leather jackets. The 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 mob now knows. Oh, the the tide has changed now, big time. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially our Italian guy, because he's a. Uh, He's not happy about this, and we'll find out later <laughs> why. You know, but you can yeah. feel like he's a uh, he's trying to slip into the the power vacuum, and uh, Jack will take care of that later. But the, um, it, it making a, I mean, a little bit you could almost see here too of what we experience in the comics with this transition of you know you, you get this vibe that they got this guy's taking the mob stuff serious, and here comes yeah. this this other guy that's going to make a mockery of this. Yeah. It's like no, this he's is all. serious business. You're crazy. Yeah, you're crazy. <laughs> uh, so the, what I do love that they don't do now because there is, and I don't, it, this is not a criticism. Um, it's an observation, which is totally different. You won't see now goons coming in that apparently like the, that got overnight success of Joker wear. Yeah. You know, all the goons have these jackets with Joker on them and he's got his own logo. They've got the Joker cars and stuff going out too. I, I do love that this movie just totally did lean into that though. Yeah. You know, of course we're not going to, we're not going to see that for in the Batman universe. You know, we obviously didn't see in the dark Knight trilogy and that's like, that's completely fine. It's just different takes and stuff. But I, even coming back to this, it's like something that I just do love about this movie is leaning into that, but it's not in the, you know, in the sixties campy way. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, and here's the thing, like was maybe it's a few days, you know, Sure. Joker, Joker has a, a warehouse now. He's, there's Grissom probably had his hand in some production. Get some, he can get some leather jackets printed, <laughs> you know, some some other stuff going. Uh, the the thing that's really that's cool about this, and I, I love that you brought that up. That it does toe the line between, like, um, you know, this was at the time this was a darker take on Batman, right? Mm-hmm. Everyone was used to Adam West, but it it leans into the comics, but leans into a you know a, a darker take on what's going on. But it's it's still pretty accurate to like, if you were a fan of comics, then like, Oh, this is it. You're getting the game. Like Joker's crazy. Of course, he's going to recruit guys that are willing to like put the jacket on for the paycheck. Right. You know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) he's kind of like, I'm going to paint my own cars where they're going to be green. and purple. (laughs) You know, like it's, he's going to do all that stuff. And so I, I, I'm a, I'm along with the, with the, the world because it makes sense. You know, all you gotta do is make it make sense. You know, and yeah. if, if, and like, let's say, like, if Nolan wanted to do it, it would have made sense. 
he had the gang members sure. in the beginning with the clown masks. It made sense mm-hmm. in that, you know, if in that kind of a world. So you kind of got the, the the gang, even maybe not not so much like like this, you know. Yeah. Even even Leto's had a little bit of a gang when they were going through Arkham. You remember they had the masks on. One had a Batman mask. When they yeah. Were, yeah. But but like I think you you have to make sense to the world you're in, and this totally makes sense for uh, the Burton world. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, All right. He wipes. Asante came to TurboTax after graduating from culinary school and landing a job in the hottest kitchen in town. My hands are full all day, every day. I love it. Asante, as your TurboTax expert, I'll make your moves count, guaranteeing 100% accurate filing and your maximum refund. Sound good? Yes, expert! Switch to Intuit TurboTax and make your moves count. See guarantee details at TurboTax.com guarantees. Experts only available with TurboTax Live. Okay, so I forget I, the I, I, Before we get there, though, because okay. I love the line of, haven't you ever heard of the healing power of laughter? I love that, dude. Again, it could be corny. It's such a it's such a great line that he and, says, and that's when he does like the really, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he's got there's like some there's like four great laughs in here. Yeah, like still has the best laugh too. I don't know, no one's, no one's beaten Jack's laugh. I would even I think Jack's is better than Mark Hamill's. Okay, now what? I, I, I listen. <laughs> P even told me he wanted me. To push back on something that you say here. Oh, um, he did. But, Come on, Pete. What's he gonna say? But I like. I don't know. Can I? Would I really? Do I need to put down Jack or Mark Hamill's laughs? Is like I don't know. They both worked. Like they're. Excellent. I'm not putting them down. I, I love like, what I. What I. I no, no, I no. But like, I mean to be like, how dare you, Justin? You could not. Say did he Jack's like guess that I was gonna say that? No. Guess that I was gonna say that. No, he just said something. Um, <laughs> anything. But uh. No, I don't know. His, I mean, his laugh is great. At any moment, I can just like, yep, I can hear his laugh. Yeah, and I love his laugh. I love. I think it's great. And it's he, because, like, like you just said, too, there's to entertain himself. Four in this one, like the big one that he has in this scene, the laugh, the elevating laugh he has after he sees himself in the mirror, yeah. you know, and then like, I don't know, he's got like a variety of them all, and I don't. It, it's, it's wonderful like this guy this is like everybody in hollywood had to be so jealous that of jack nicholson with batman yeah because of how much fun you can tell he's having the material he has and then the freaking payday at the end of it like yeah struck gold that nobody has ever struck before since it just kind of seems <laughs> i was reading that jack he, this was one of his favorite performances and that he would even i'm play sure it. He would just play it at his house all the time. Even the if movie. he didn't, after the fact, I'm sure he probably was like, no, nah, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> I love this. And which we saw in all the behind the scenes stuff too. Documentaries, he's wearing a pin when he's interviewed and stuff too. And it's like, well, yeah, oh, yeah. the dude made all the money because of this. And it looked like, yeah. like this is just great. Cause this could have just been a pretty standard, like, you know, like, ha ha giggle, giggle, yeah. <laughs> like scene. But he just goes freaking bonkers with it. And it works. Yeah. All right, we get to this really um, wild part where now there's a little bit of a reveal. He's he's laughing, he's sweating, he's hot. He starts wiping off his brow. Now, yeah. as a kid, this, I was like, how did they do yeah. this? And so what I thought they did, because I remember my dad going, oh, he's just got makeup on the rag. 
That's what my dad told me. There was makeup mm-hmm. on the rag. But his skin, I mean, it's skin-toned makeup, but it it doesn't look like it, there's something off about it. You can tell, like, eh, it's, it's skin-toned, but there's definitely some work being done here. And so... So have you ever, did you, have you, I mean, I'm sure you have, Brian. You've read I have, but I'm it. like second guessing, was it makeup on makeup? Yeah. So and what, he was wiping what, it off, right? Yeah. So what they okay, do is they, they did the regular makeup that they do for him, mm-hmm. right? And I don't, pardon me, I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe they just blended some stuff in. Who knows? But they put a layer of something over that makeup, like an oil. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, um, then they put a different kind of makeup on top of that. So literally like there's a makeup kind of a layer of an oil like base and the other makeup on top of it so when he wipes he's just wiping the the top layer of makeup off yeah okay leaving them white there and i don't know if they did the whole head or what but they definitely did that space but his whole, face, his whole face looks like it's got a cake on, mm-hmm. on top of it if you start i mean especially when in, in the higher definition like screens you can see like oh okay it's it's a you can tell there's some he, type of those good old vhs tapes i think you could tell yeah, of yeah like, it, it, he just he definitely just looks different than he did at the beginning of the movie yeah but it still works yeah and All i do right. i love that and it blew my mind as a kid too yeah so he tells him to get out of there and think it over <laughs> and think it over, and think it over. <laughs> <laughs> i love it. I, I just want to tell people like you know tell my kids when they got to do their chores get out of here <laughs> Think it all. Think it over. <laughs> He's laughing. All right. I, I do. I like, <laughs> so I mean, of like yet another different like tone with his laugh that that he does is like ah, brilliant. What a great table too, by the way. I mean, that's that's almost nice a past assault over there, man. It is. You know, right, you like, got to choose one of these for your dining room table. I don't know. Yeah, it's like him and Bruce again. They're nice table. <laughs> does this one come with Antoine? Yeah. Because oh, if so, man. then that you know that might seal the deal. All he just stays sets. at the head of the table always. Can you imagine <laughs> the, the table, the goon table, or the the, the mob meeting playset from Kenner? And it comes with it comes Lego. With Come a burnt, on, a burnt uh, Antoine, you know, with light we, up with light up feature. So all right, into so, the eighty nine world Lego. Let's go. Come on. This scene with Bob is incredible. Mm-hmm. I love it yeah. and. I love the the, the the mockery of of Carl Grissom. The you I'm my number one. <sighs> That's so good, dude. And I mean, and Bob plays into it perfect too. Yes, yeah. sir. Yes, and sir. Puts his glasses turn, on. Glasses on, and then off he goes. Uh, uh, it's wonderful. Yeah. And you, you've team. mentioned it on here, haven't you? I've listened to each one, but you've mentioned that this is uh, Nicholson's buddy. Yeah. yeah right. Tra- uh, what's his name? Tracy Walters. Yeah. yeah, and, uh, and then he got the Bob job because of buddies. Nicholson. He's like, "This is my buddy." The Make Bob job. Like, what a never, friend! Never get a Bob job, by the way. Don't get a Bob the job. Barber, don't say, "Hey, give me the Bob job." Don't do that. <laughs> no, no slice your hair. Face. Yeah, slice and then face. also you're high kicking all the time. You'll be high kicking. Yeah, but uh, yeah, he, he, I, I wonder how they. He got, I wonder if he got the figure because of Nicholson. He's like, hey, if you're gonna make figures, you're gonna have to make one of my good friends. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm getting this fat payout. Give yeah. him some toy money, okay? That Nicholson Toy Biz Joker is not good, by the way. Does not look like Nicholson at all. Just yeah, see, all, so you know. I never got any, I mean, you know, because I was like, that Christmas, you know, I was, I turned three in November of 89. <laughs> so, like, I just didn't get Batman 89 stuff. It was returns yeah. where I started to get uh, all the goodies. So, I didn't, I didn't get any. I snagged. I've never I, had one in my hands before, and I really yeah. want to just to see. 
Oh, that one. Yeah, it's it's not. You can probably find them. They're not hard to find. But I got a. I have a Kenner. The which I forget what it was called. I think it was called Jetpack Joker. Or, no, no, it was like helicopter. Whatever, fast escape Joker. Whatever. He came with a helicopter, but his face put in water it would turn flesh color it was cool and all it was is a superpowers body with a jack nicholson-ish head so i think that's the closest they got to any nicholson merchandise as far as like the action figures like even the even the face on the the packaging wasn't nicholson's face it was like a it was like an illustration of his face where keaton it was keaton's face on the dark knight packaging but um for the joker figures it was a yeah it was an illustration. So, anywho, um, I, I keep getting on the toys. Because Welcome I, to the Batman oh, Toy Club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, just, it's just so connected. It's like the merchandise. That's why I, I love Batman 89 merchandise. It's my favorite. I can't get all the things, but like, man, I, I just, the, the things that really hit my heart is is Batman 89. It's the perfect time me. now to start like relaunching that stuff. Come oh, on, man. It is coming. Your boy he's Keaton's coming. back, the goat. That's right. <laughs> All right, so he's so he's given Bob his plans. It's a little more subdued, like follow Knox. Apparently, he knows who who Knox is. You know, telling yeah. him to follow Knox, take some photos. Um, so this this was where after Bob walks off that Jack does the, <laughs> but oh, he he does mumble something. Closed captioning doesn't even say it. I listen to it a ton of times with my uh, earbuds in, and I can't decipher what he says. And he's almost like. He has his mouth wide open. He's like, you know, he, he, he. yeah, I like he does just, say something. I never, never I could just, he's just kind of being, <laughs> I think it's just like a, it's like a kind of a, a, a period to his, like my, okay. Gave Bob his orders. And now he's just back in his wacky. It's like, it's like when he's like, wait till he get a load of me. And he's like, boop, boop, boop. Like all the he's just wacky, like, man. It's like, because he you'd be, well, you'd be able to guess if it's like, if Bob was like, Yes, sir. I'll do the best that I can just for you. And then he yeah. walks off and the joke back. Like, yeah, they, 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 they. But it's like Bob didn't even say anything. So yeah. it's, I don't know. It is something like, I wonder. He's just crazy, wonder, dude. Just, yeah, just, head. Like, That's the bad wiring, the head full of bad wiring. So, yeah. Anyway, he's talking to Antoine, which is hilarious. You know, I love that and, as he's, he does set in because he does that little. <laughs> and it's like then he catches Antoine's body and it's like totally goes into like a like yeah. just zones right back into that. Yeah. And then does a monologue. <laughs> They're not bad people. <laughs> Think of her. No, no. All right. <laughs> he's like, it's like he's he's making up his response. And so it was always really, he's all greasome now. Mm-hmm. Which when, as a kid, I always thought him say, I thought he said grissom. I thought he said grissom now, you know, but he says greasome. So he's what he's taken from Antoine is like, you want me to kill him? He's like, well, okay. <laughs> so well, he's just getting okay. his permission from uh, the crispy Antoine to kill them all. So it's funny that you say that though, because I think when you do watch something so much as a kid, and I, I mean that's always my problem. Of I have a history of it of uh, yeah. movies and lyrics and songs mishearing, but yeah. because that's just how I sang it and heard it, quote unquote, as a kid. Mm-hmm. It was until I really like closed caption can do amazing things, but it yeah. is just like just see what's really said, and sometimes whoa, it's like yeah. you know, it's it dumb and dumber. Samsonite, I was way <laughs> off. <laughs> Well, it makes what it makes this scene a lot better when you're like, oh, he's not saying Grissom well. He's yeah. saying he's saying Greesome. Well, okay. It's like so he's, that makes a lot more sense now. Actually. Yeah, like, right. And he's telling him, okay. And he's all, you're a vicious bastard, Ratelli. And you know, so like it's like you're a bad. Guy. It's like he's saying, okay, this guy Ratelli, he's so vicious. He's telling me to kill the. He's telling me to kill these mob guys off. And um, 
I never, I never caught that until years ago, until I closed captioned it. I always thought mm-hmm. he was saying you're a vicious, a vicious bastard for telling it. I don't even know what that meant for telling, telling what. Yeah. I don't know. It just, I was like, I, who knows what he's saying? But because you can't really, it doesn't really come off as Rotelli. You're yeah. a vicious bastard, Rotelli. You know. Mm-hmm. But it could be because the makeup and all this. I'm, it's, I'm sure it impeded some of his pronunciations. But you should go around all day sometime and just talk with your face, just like Jackson. You're a vicious bastard, Rotelli. You're a vicious bastard. <laughs> hey, kids, it's supper time. Oh, <laughs> hey, man. kids, go to bed. Ah, <laughs> dad. <laughs> but my, oh, see, this scene, my dad loved this scene. Yep. He, he th- I mean, my dad thought it was as hilarious as the Joker did because he- <laughs> the best part <laughs> is when he, like, cinches up the tie and he, like, yeah, makes that crack. That crack. I'm glad but, you're dead. But and then he's, it's like, almost- laughing. <laughs> But He's then it's kind of funny too because as I froze it on here and that that skeleton as it's like with him too it's almost uh, like that uh, almost like a really cheesy smile from the skeleton part you'd think too the way it's angled and looking up yeah. and almost like hey, you know yeah. so it's a, I mean it's I don't know perfectly framed yeah the cracking noise with it too it's Jack gruesome laughing too. it's gruesome you have it's a, greasome it's Justin greasome it's greasome. <laughs> it's a it's a pretty like when you look back at you know, he, he just burned a man. It's a crispy skeleton right there, you know. But that's where, like, they say this movie's dark, and it's like just because there's like it's black, you mm-hmm. know, and shadowy. And the same thing with Returns is like Burton just uses black as such a source with contrast, where it is like okay, get past that aesthetic and everything, but there's such a difference in this right here with you, you just had basically a guy burned alive on screen yeah. but the way that they showed that and then the way jack interacts with it and pulling the tie and all that now you look at joker's violence in 2008 you look at joker's violence in 2016 you look at the movie joker and the violence in 2019 yeah. like in barry keoghan and the batman universe whenever his joker comes out i'm sure that's going to be raw and brutal mm-hmm. kind of violence where it's like this approach is that towing the line of like almost like it's weird to say fun violence, but you get what I mean. It's not trying yeah. to make you cringe and be extremely realistic. It's trying to have a little bit of a sense of humor with it. Yeah, but look, but here's here's the here's the I don't I don't want to say it pushback, but here's the other way of thinking of it. Do like, it push back, Peter. Yeah, push. Back. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like Scooby. Uh, the pushback here is like it it the Joker is doing these terrible things, but we're laughing at him because mm-hmm. he's being so like, like bananas about it. Right. Like when he kills Grissom, like he just killed a man, but we're laughing because he's like, Whoa, he shoot me on his head. Cause it's comical <laughs> in his approach. Like he, he kills a man with a joy buzzer, right? Like everything mm-hmm. he does has this, like he, he's making, he's making murder like fun for him, for the viewer, for, for we're all wrapped up in the Joker's ways, because that's what he likes. He likes attention. The Joker is a me- He's like, he needs the attention. That's why he does these things. He wants Batman's attention. And for a movie mm-hmm. where he's getting all of our attention, that's why he's the best character in the movie, because he's so fun to watch, even though he's doing these like terrible, heinous things. He's got us. We're like, you got me, Jack. Yeah. You got me, you know? And it's, it's, it's it's why this movie again this is why this movie works i think it is dark it's there's a lot of dark um moments like all the bruce stuff is really tinged in like his his like his psyche and this you know dealing with his parents loss and stuff and the joker stuff is so like contrast to it that um 
it's almost like a relief too. Oh, the yeah, Joker's back on the screen. I'm going to laugh. But you're like, what are you laughing at? You're laughing at him killing people and murdering and like you've poisoning. You've killed off, poisoning. You've killed off a good like layer of the Joker Batman dynamic and why that will always work because of you have a scary bat as a yeah. good guy. Yeah. You have a smiley, happy clown, which is a bad guy. The yeah. good guy is dark. The bad guy is bright. The good guy in this is serious and kind of morose. And the bad guy is chipper, happy music, bouncy. Like, yeah, just the my favorite word juxtaposition of the yes. two. And this yeah. scene adds that too of like, okay, at, at the source, like, what's the point of this scene? Uh, joke like Jack is now in charge of the mob. Yeah. And he kills a guy in front of everybody else and points gun at him. Okay, that's the scene. It's like, yeah. whoa. But then it's not that intense when you watch it. It is, yeah. like you said, we kind of laugh about it and we have fun with it. And Jack Nicholson is having fun doing the scene and stuff too. And in the end, yes, he's doing bad things to people. And it's like, but he's also doing them to bad people. So also, eh. <laughs> yeah, you're like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're like, imagine if this was like a super like, like, like say this was a Nolan or like a Reeves take on like a scene like this. Mm-hmm. No way you'd let your kids watch it. You're like, oh my gosh, he just burned this man alive, you know? It'd probably be a little yeah. more like visceral too, just the way they with effects and how they do take it. Take gamble yeah. in yeah. Dark Knight. I mean, well, we don't see what does happen, but we get the point and it does yeah, feel yeah. a little visceral, Ooh, point, you know. The point. <laughs> yeah. Well that's, that's where Nolan was really great at like not showing it, and you're just yeah. like, Oh gosh, I don't you, you got you, the impact. You imagine you imagine worse, you know. Which you knew uh, that apparently he didn't die in that, right? Did, did you read that at I Dark Knight at 10? I don't, oh, I don't, Justin. Read, I don't read those things. Oh, okay. Yeah, I Gamble. He was come. supposed to come back later in the scene. Oh, or well. later in the movie. You're like, oh, with a, with a, like a, whoosh, like, hey, something yeah. messed up. And that's what, um, who put a smile on my face. <laughs> the guy who played him, he even said too, he's it's like, on. that's why I, it's, I fall so weird and why that scene to him, the scene was kind of cut weird. Well, why? Like, we because I wasn't supposed that. to die there. We got to save that for <laughs> Dark Knight chapter by chapter. All right, coming in twenty twenty six. Take it from the books. Take <laughs> it from the books. And we got to get through Batman and Robin first, man. That's right. Got to get. He thinks that he all. he and Micah might be the only ones doing that. Absolutely not. I'd love to go on Batman and Robin well, chapter I'll, by chapter. I'll go It'll on be a blast. Time. We'll see. Just we'll not see. the third act. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everything else yeah, could yeah, be. Yeah, yeah. All right. All right. So. 89. Told you I'd, I'd take you off course. I'm no, it's fun. I, it's That's gonna happen. Fun about these things. <laughs> like the, the best part of the, I think doing these chapter by chapters is a pulling out some fun stuff, memories, yeah. things that it kind of reminds you of, and then you know wherever else you know the the bats take us. So you, Garrett, and Pete need to do a, a toy section on Batman on film because I I I missed the boat on pretty much all that stuff, and so oh, it's fun you whenever know, you guys bring up toys and talk about them yeah. and show them off and stuff. Yeah, well, one of the too. things that awesome, I want to do is uh, is kind <clears> of <throat> touch upon some of the other little parts of this. So um, I want to, you know, pepper the line a little bit, you know, add yeah. a couple special features. And so um, I'm going to do a, a show in a couple of weeks with a special Sweet. guest. So there'll be awesome. a special guest. Nice uh, I'd love to do a t- I'd love to do a toy one and I'd love to do one on the Sunsoft Batman video game which has nothing to do with this movie in the sense of the story. Like they're the cutscenes, but it's like, it doesn't sound like it, but it's got one of the best like video game soundtracks of the eighties. I'll tell you that. So go look it up friends. It's it's uh, I do my chores or have good grades on my report card. I could go to the video connection downtown and rent the game boy game. 
of man. Batman and played on my Game Boy. <laughs> I earned it. Never beat it, but it was Batman. So you're like, it's Batman yep, jumping. It's Batman. Yep, he's jumping. That's all I need. Awesome. All right, Ryan, any last thoughts on this scene? It's great. Yeah, it's a great scene. As just watching it now, I did see a zoomed out view of those those wall paintings, but yeah. you know what? Tata. What it is. Tata. All right. Um, <laughs> if you're a rich mobster in Gotham, you you paint weird things on your walls. It just is it's just so weird. It doesn't look like the anatomy's right. That's the only yeah. thing that bugs me. I was like, what is what is sizing on? <laughs> Something's weird. So, anyways, uh, I love this scene. It's it's like yep. it's like the the first, like you said, the first public showing of who the Joker is to others. Um, it's just Jack having a great time, and yeah. that gives us the viewer a great time, no matter what he's doing, whether he's dancing, shooting, electrocuting mobsters, whatever. Um, it's his first stake in the ground of like, all right, I'm in control, and he's having a great time, and I love it. And love this movie. And this just like this is yet another scene, and everything that's been every scene with, I'd argue Joker, maybe not Jack Napier, but maybe the character himself. Of every scene he's in, you can pull a quote. Yeah. This yeah. movie might be the most quotable out of all Batman movies. I mean, us Bat Boys, and when we talk all the time, we throw quotes of this movie out all the time. So I mean, good. Joker specific, Joker specifically, like yeah. he's got a line in every scene that we can just be like, bam, bam, bam. Yeah, my, you know, it's so, it's so, uh, it's I didn't get to, I didn't get a chance to. I don't know if I shared it or not. Maybe I did. I don't even remember because sometimes I, I missed a couple of these '89 shows. I'm like, ah, but one of my favorite quotes. Curses. Sorry, guys, we're just going longer. We're just going longer. <laughs> yeah, but, I uh, keep doing. With, with my kids uh-huh. is uh like when like sometimes it's like in a playful way, like, hey, you guys got to clean up, and then you know I'm like, hey, I'm in charge here, and they'll go, not Carl Grissom. <laughs> they follow it up. I go, I'm in charge here, and they're all not Carl Grissom. They, That's they, how you know you did a good job. I did a good, good job. They, job. They know bad. Yep. They know they're quoting it. Awesome. They, they love this film just like dad. So, all right, Ryan, we're yes. about to get out of the bat cave. We're going to head up into right. the manor. Is there any place you want to stop off in the manor before we leave the premises? Alfred's uh, got some, some cases to open, some salt to pick up and sweep. Um, I'd like to stop off in the library, grab oh. Lawrence's boom box and uh, right. play, play my podcast, the Batman book club. There you go. Um, go to Batman on film.com. Bill's generous posts all the episodes there. Listen to them wherever you listen to podcasts. Most recent episode, talked Mad Love. Before that was Tim Sales, uh, Blades, his early Batman oh, work. Before, I love that book. Oh, man, before that was the wrap-up with Pete. Before that was an interview with Tom King. Hey, what? My guy what? Tom King? Yeah, so this year has been a, pre- a pretty great start. Yeah, check that yeah. out um, if you can. Check out my reviews. Uh, Batman Beyond the White Knight just wrapped up. Those are posted on Batman on Film. And then, uh, yeah, I've uh, I've been on the a lot of the social hours lately with Bill, just talking. Yeah. And it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun these next few months uh, as yeah. we build up toward the Flash because I think most of us all got really excited um, yeah. seeing seeing Keaton back. I know a lot of lot of lot of Batman stuff coming up, man, to keep us yep. busy. So yeah, thanks I, I, for having I wanna... me on, Justin. This oh, of fun. course. And uh, yeah, I want to just I just want to double recommend the Batman Book Club. It's such a fun show, and not bless it's... you. Like, and here's the thing, if you're listening to this episode, you're like, the latest episode is not Mad Love, because maybe you're listening to this, you know, two years from now, because you love Michael Keaton, and you start watching Batman 89 again. <laughs> check, out, check out all the, there's this, it's such an evergreen podcast, you can listen to number one, and and not feel like you're you're missing out on anything. Um, so Ryan does a good job deep diving Batman books that are, you know, some classics, some random ones, maybe if Justin, me, is if on. Justin's gonna, on, yeah. You're going to get one like, what the, what is that? 
Yeah. <laughs> Why? <laughs> but anyways, thrill killer. Some, yeah, some interesting picks. And so, anyways, go check out that show. Uh, Thank you. How can they follow you on Twitter, Ryan? At the Batman BC, Twitter and Instagram. Um, Justin's been on the show a lot, as have other voices that are on Batman on film. And uh, we're gonna we're trying to get everybody's schedule lined up so we can do a real fun one oh, uh, yeah. coming up in the in the future here in the next couple months. So check it out, please. All right, all right. You can find me on Twitter at Justin M Kowalski, and uh, you can find me here on BOF doing the Batman eighty nine chapter by chapters and wherever else uh, you hear podcasts. I might show up. I was on a straight out of Gotham uh, show a couple like. A week or show. Ago? Oh, but it but it wasn't the, it was the SOG presents the Iceberg Lounge. Yeah, we were talking about all the new DC news and stuff. And so and then uh, we talked about the Flash trailer is what it was, right? Yeah, so much things going on. So, anyways, you can just follow me on Twitter and I'll usually share where I'm at. But um, yeah, this is good. So that being said, you can find this on Batman on Film, authoritative, definitive, the original. You have been listening to Batman on Film, chapter by chapter, a BatmanOnFilm.com podcast revisiting the cinematic adventures of the Dark Knight, scene by scene, chapter by chapter. Follow Jet on Twitter, at BatmanOnFilm. For BOF news only, follow at the BatmanOnFilm on Twitter. To become a BOF patron, go to Patreon.com slash BatmanOnFilm. To advertise on BOF, visit AdvertiseCast.com slash BatmanOnFilm. For Jet and Team BOF, I'm announcer Rachel. Authoritative, definitive, the original. Batman on film. Established in 1998. When facing a family law matter, it can feel like an overwhelming and never-ending court process. It's vital to know that things will look better on the other side if you hire legal counsel with the skill and compassion to help. It's Stangy Law Firm. We represent clients in difficult family law matters every day. Visit FamilyLawRepresentation.com to schedule your consultation. That's FamilyLawRepresentation.com. Stangy Law Firm, here to help you rebuild your life. Stangy Law Firm has an office in Wichita. Kirk Stangy, 120 South Central Avenue, Suite 450 Clayton, Missouri. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.